recently in a podcast episode, I think I mentioned that at the end of this month is my wife Dawn's birthday and our wedding anniversary. And my goal was try to figure out how we could get away, you know, get to the beach for a few days because I really needed a vacation. And I felt like we needed a break. Uh, we have gotten totally out of our business routines pushed everything to the side to get our APL Go business launched correctly. Well, tomorrow uh, we're supposed to be headed to Destin, Florida for a week just to chill, relax, map out the last quarter of the year, which obviously we've already already a month behind in doing that. However, sometimes, you know, life just happens, and his old friend that we've all heard about, Murphy, told us, if anything can go wrong, it will at the worst possible moment. Unfortunately, that's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast, and hopefully we can all learn something from this session, especially myself, and we're titling this session, Build Yourself, Build Yourself, 10 Steps. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. The uh, Neuropsychology of Self-Discipline. Uh, that course taught me years ago that personal freedom can only come from an extraordinary disciplined life. It's one of the best courses I've ever taken. And those of you that are part of our program in your mind for success program, uh, know that you have access to that course in your back office and the, that entire training program. And a, it, it was really a mind tweak for me that, that it takes very disciplined life to have total freedom. I didn't understand it at the time when I went through that course, but I kind of get it now over the years, understanding what that course really has done for me in my life. You know, Jim Rohn taught me years ago, years ago, that time management is the best kept secret of the rich. And I've always had a good relationship with time as it relates to my business. Uh, I think it goes back to my Shackley days when our greatest growth in that company and in our organization came in a time when I was working 56 hours a week at IBM. I was working 10-hour days and six hours on Saturday. and uh, But we had tremendous growth during that time because when I got off work, I took a shower, I put my suit on, and I had two appointments scheduled that evening. Uh, didn't take time to eat a lot of times. But I had two appointments scheduled, and when I got off on Saturday, I did the same thing, and I had I would have four appointments scheduled from noon into Saturday night. 
because I knew I had to maximize the time that I did have because I didn't have any time. So, honestly, I don't know another couple that treats time like Dawn and I. Uh, we don't waste a minute. Uh, just a, a crazy example. Last night, uh, she got home from spending the day at the hospital with her dad, and we decided we were going to go to one of our favorite hibachi restaurants to eat. And it was Friday night, so we got there, and there was actually a 35-minute wait. So we thought, okay, what can we do in 35 minutes that's productive? And there was a Marshalls right down the street. So we decided we go check out the clearance. And we do this kind of fun, gamey stuff a lot. We go check out the Marshalls down the street, look in the clearance and see what we could find. And we needed to get some inventory sent to Amazon FBA Fulfillment for a couple of our other businesses. So we thought, well, let's just go see if we can find anything at Marshalls and, uh, you know, see if we can find some some items that we can ship to Amazon and end up paying for our nice meal that we're getting ready to have. So a quick trip to Marshalls, we found enough items to to send to Amazon in the FBA shipment that was going out anyway Monday uh, to earn a couple hundred extra dollars in profit. So that's just how we roll. We don't we don't let the grass grow under our feet. We want to be productive uh, moving forward. 35-minute wait. Let's go see if we can pick up a couple hundred dollars real quick at Marshall's. And we did. So Dawn and I work really hard, but we take time every week for a couple of date nights. We spend quality time every chance we have with family. If one of our kids can come and visit for the weekend, we shut down everything so we can focus just on them. And that's what we do. However, when, when we launched APL Go, uh, when we launched that business, if you'd ask us, we sincerely didn't have 30 minutes in a day that wasn't taken up by our other businesses. And many people say, well, Dale, I just don't have the time. And I understand that, but I promise you that we didn't have the time. So our only option was we can't do this when we can find time to do it. We, we cannot do that. So our only option was all was all or nothing really. So we went all in, all in for two months, pushed everything that we should be doing to the side to get the business launched. Because I understand getting it off the ground is the hardest part. The launch the start stops most people. I get that. The hardest part of getting the airplane off the ground is getting it down the runway. That's when all the energy is used. So we couldn't do this spare time or when we could find a few hours here and there. We had to put everything to the side except, you know, make sure customer service and, and, and shipping was done, but everything else that we needed to be doing, we had to put all that to the side, forget it, and just go all in or nothing. You know, so our efforts paid off because we were the number one recruiters in the world in the company in August when we started, and we were also number one in the world in September. 
but our launch is over. And, you know, we needed to get away, take a break, catch up, refocus and map out our next few months because we got a lot of, of irons in the fire and we need to get rid of some and, and liquidate and sell some. And we just need to figure out, you know, where are we going to go from here? It was like, okay, we got to take advantage of this because of the timing, just launching the United States, so on and so forth. But, you know, where are we going to go from here? And Dawn is the primary caregiver, really, for her parents. Uh, she does all the televisits with her doctors. She gets her groceries every week, uh, makes sure the cat's litter box is emptied and the trash is pulled to the end of the driveway for pickup. And most all normal day-to-day living activities kind of fall on her shoulders. So... Thankfully, we were able to rearrange a few things and find some people to help with the normal activities and plan to get away for the beach, you know, to the beach for a week. As I, as I mentioned earlier, we were scheduled to leave tomorrow. But last Sunday morning, her mom called and her dad was having severe breathing problems and unable and unbearable headache. And Dawn and her sisters made the scary decision to take him to the emergency room at the hospital. So they all get on their conference call and they said, okay, we got to get him to the hospital. And I get a call from her and she's on her way to downtown Atlanta with her dad uh, on taking him to the hospital. And of course the fear was that she would have to drop him off at the door because of all the coronavirus stuff going on. And nobody would allow be allowed to be with him. You know, that she was just going to have to drop him off in the emergency room. And, you know, he's 91 years old. Because uh, his symptoms were so bad, uh, they knew that they had to, to get something done pretty quick, quickly. And thankfully, Don, Don has all his medical records and... He was having problems communicating, so they allowed her to stay, and they admitted admitted him immediately, but allowed her to stay so she could communicate with the doctors and so on and so forth. And then several several hours later, you know, after getting him admitted and settled, she was heading home in the hospital. Uh, called her on her phone and asked her if she could come back and said that her dad's been very agitated since she left. And bottom line, she ended up spending the night at the hospital and has been there every single day since, all week, uh, communicating with the doctors and reporting back to her mom and her sisters. Even though he's not allowed visitors, they've given her special clearance and she has to take corona a test for her fever and everything every day. And she gets a band that she wears that says she was tested and she's in the hospital, uh, with her dad daily. And, uh, again, so someone can communicate with the doctors and so on and so forth. Right now he's in intensive care. Uh, they're treating him for fluid on the lungs and several other challenging health conditions. So I, hope and ask that you would remember Harold Holloway. That's Don's dad, Harold Holloway. Uh, 
and Dawn and our family in your thoughts and prayers. So I guess I say all that to say this. We're not going to be spending the next week on the beach chilling, relaxing, and mapping out the last quarter of the year, which, as I said earlier, we're already one month behind. Uh, Life happens, ladies and gentlemen. That's why it's so important to discipline your daily activities and run when you can run. I did a whole podcast session on this. You can find it here at MOM Success somewhere. I don't have the session in front of me, but it was called Run When You Can Run. I'm I'm shocked at the people that waste time, energy, and effort watching Netflix, playing video games, and doing just fill as much of their life as they can with recreation. People that are supposed to be building businesses. It, it, it blows my mind. But if you don't run when you can run, if you don't have the the daily disciplines, then you can never have the freedom. As I learned years ago in the neuropsychology of self-discipline, you know, when I look at our team right now, I mean, obviously Don and I are going through a major period right now, a lot up in the air. But when I look at our team and the challenges that many of our team members are going through, you know, we have an awesome lady in Michigan who's really starting to get into a rhythm progress, move forward. She's creating some customers. She's having some people join her and she's going through some health challenges. Uh, we got a team member in Florida who, uh, lives, lives with his granddad and found out recently that some dangerous mold had actually spread throughout the home they were living in, making them both real sick to the point that they were being hospitalized. You know, they couldn't they couldn't figure out what the problem was. They kept getting sick. Now at least they've discovered it. You know, I've got a potential leader who has never been involved in network marketing before, but has been involved in corporate leadership positions, has seen the potential of network marketing for years, but never joined. Uh, when he saw the launch of in the United States of APL Go, he decided, hey, this is the company, this is the time, this is the team, got started, and the next week just got laid off, right after he joined, got laid off from a job that pays him $150,000 a year. I'd hate to be going through that. You know, I have a team member that I work with in the past. She has solid leadership skills, uh, and two days after she she joined, uh, she's trying now, unfortunately, to cope with the death of her son. He passed away a couple of days after she joined us. I have multiple team members who are dealing with vile and cruel people that thought they were that they really thought were their friends who are shunning them, trying to pull them down because they made the decision to leave their company and get involved with a team and a culture and a company that they felt like had more upside potential than the opportunity they were in. And now, you know, all these people are, are, are just talking bad about them and shunning them and talking bad about the company and everything that the company is doing and so on and so forth. And it's not just one or two people, it's four or five and they'll be 50 or 60 before it's over with. But that's just part of this 
part of what the, the, the cultures that some people live in. Uh, I'm dealing with the excuses uh, of an entirely different group of people uh, that are all coming to get, not coming together, but all individually, but they're all finding what, Zig, what Ziegler would have called their loser's limp, their loser's limp. You know, I find it interesting that for the most part, these are experienced marketers who at some point in their past have had success at some level. And, you know, Don and I have had conversations about, you know, I wonder how long it will be before they flake out because we've seen them flake out over and over again in different opportunities they've been involved with over the years. Zig called this uh, their loser's limp. And where they come up with the these excuses in their mind, these, uh, you know, they it appears to them that they're very logical for deciding I'm not going to do this business. 90% of the time, it's just the fact that they know that they got lucky one time at some point, and it doesn't feel like lightning's necessarily getting ready to strike as quickly again. So instead of swallowing their pride, plugging in, and going to work, they they seem more intent on preserving their reputation within their own mind. It's like it's almost like fear of failure. Fear of failure. They're smart enough to see the opportunity for what it is. They get it. They understand. They've had some level of success in the past, but if I go all in and I have the possibility of failure, I don't know if my ego can handle that. And again, I, I could really go and do a lot of research and try to figure out what's going on. I've observed it enough over the years. Uh, it's just really kind of fascinating. And there's a few people that may be listening to this, and I just hit, I hit the nail right on the head with you. I really did. It's like smart, intelligent, knowledgeable people understand the upside potential, have had success at some point, uh, but probably did not do it in a very systematic, sequential, duplicatable way. They probably just use their own skill sets, mindsets, uh, transferable skills. They use transferable skills instead of systems. They were not PCI leaders, principles, concept, ideas. They were personality leaders. And the thought of coming into a culture that's very systematic and, and focuses on PCI leadership and uh, it starts to, it starts to mess with them. And it's like, well, what if I fail? You know, I'm, I'm, I, I see other people that have less experience than I do that are moving forward and progressing. And I'm not really moving forward real quickly yet. Uh, and again, they flake out. They, I, again, Zig called it the, the loser, the loser's limp. And uh, that's probably a subject that I'm going to really study at some point because I find it really fascinating. It kind of goes back to 
uh, a podcast that we did talking about false pride keeps most network marketers broke. But I see this in, in leaders as well, especially people that uh, maybe 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago built a significant team and have not done it again. Uh, that's important what I just said. I'm telling myself that. But people that built a significant team 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago and have not done it since, and the idea of going all in and trying and attempting to do it very systematically and duplicatable uh, and unified, or even on their own, the way they want to do it, but the possibility of failure uh, creates a loser's limp. So I don't have that many, but I have a few people that, you know, they're coming up with their loser's limp. Uh, and it's sad to me because these people have all the potential in the world if they can just put their ego aside and go to work hard one more time. They have an opportunity in front of them over the next three to five years that can feed their great-grandchildren. And I think they know that, but I think it kind of bothers some people. And, I, I again, I don't know. I've never personally experienced this. I've watched this happen over the years. Uh, with other organizations and people we've coached and, and worked with. But it's really the first time I've really had the personal experience with these uh, unfortunate loser's limp mentalities. It takes a lot of guts to put it on the line and to go for it again. If you had success in the past and you're not real sure how all that success was created, it just kind of happened. It really takes a lot to put it on the all on the line and go for it again. And most people don't have that ability, confidence, whatever you want to call it. And then I have another group of people, which we always do. And thankfully they, they don't last long, but the problem is when they're gone, there's a whole nother group behind them and they're looking to get offended any way that they possibly can. Uh, they have major victim mentalities. Uh, um, you know, they, I, I don't call them enough, even though they have my, if, if I sponsored them personally, uh, they have my call calendar right in front of them. Uh, they get upset because, uh, you know, you're my upline and you didn't even wish me happy birthday on Facebook. Yeah. I got to deal with all that kind of stuff too, you know. Joe and I had an anniversary and you didn't even mention us and we do the best that we can. We're not perfect. We'll never be perfect. And we're going to miss stuff. And if you don't understand that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. Get over it. Get your thumb out of your mouth. You know, you don't have to spend the rest of your life as a victim. You really don't. Everybody's not out to get you. They're not. And as long as you live in that mentality, you're never going to move forward in any aspect of your life. Get through it. Get past it. I've got a video that will help you. It's called Forever a Victim. I don't think so. Go watch it. So I'm also dealing with, I guess it's just jealousy issues. Uh, nothing terrible, but it's concerning a little bit. And then, of course, I got people coming out of the woodwork from all over the world that want to be my friend now on Facebook because uh, 
I guess because we were the number one recruiters for two months in a row in the company. So I've got people from Eastern Europe that I don't know, never met, you know, and dealing with Facebook requests and trying to pick my brain and, and or climb in my back pocket or I don't know what's going on. But we, so we got that that we're dealing with as well, more than I would have anticipated. And, you know, you've probably heard me say that the higher up you go in leadership ranks in this profession, the more of a psychologist you have to become. So I would ask you at this point, after this, what you've heard, how many of you really want to build a duplicating team? When you got people, they're going to be whining because you didn't wish them a happy anniversary on Facebook. And, and you've got, again, a lot of other things that you're dealing with on a daily, weekly basis. It gets crazy sometimes. But on the flip side, on the flip side, I have so many people who I believe because they believe this is their time and daggone it. They are absolutely determined, determined to win. We got people who are maximizing the time they put into the business every day. They're moving forward every day. Uh, people that I know and they know are on the verge of breaking out uh, and really creating some momentum on their team. We got people that are plugged in. They understand the five core fundamentals to building a business and they are sequentially focusing on them and ignoring everything else. I mean, really plugged in, really focused, really getting through the numbers, really understanding some will, some won't, so what next. They're, they understand they're getting the right mindsets. They understand the law of averages will work for them just like it will work for anybody else. And we've got some awesome, awesome team members. I have team members that are adding new customers and team members every single month. You know, they may not be at five a month yet. But they're on their way, and they know they're on their way. They can feel it. They, they've done it long enough. They've gone through enough numbers where they now they're getting in a rhythm, and they understand it's just the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over again. And they're get, they get it. They have enough experience. They've been in the marketplace enough to understand I can do this business. I really can do this business. The law of averages will work for me just like it works for anybody else. And they're not looking for the shortcuts or the foo-foo dust. They're just simply doing what they've been trained to do, and they're doing it well, and their skill sets are growing, and their mindsets are getting stronger. And I'm so excited about those people. And I have people that are stepping up, taking on leadership roles, helping and supporting everyone in in our team, uh, whether they're part of their organization or not. They're really setting the right example and they're, you know, they're encouraging each other. And I love to see that those are the people that make all the other minutiae worth it. So. Maybe you understand more now why for 40 years I've said the real product in network marketing is people. It's people. You've got to learn to build people. You've got to figure out who you're dealing with. You've got to understand who you're dealing with. 
Were there hurdles? Were there roadblocks? Are they doing the action? Are they just gathering the information? You know, knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. So are they taking what they're learning and put it into action in the marketplace? We are in the leadership development business. If you build people, people will build the business. But first, you must build yourself and understand. You got to understand that personal development is a lifelong process. When you stay green, you're growing. When you ripe, you rot. When you ripe, you rot. I think one of the biggest mistakes personal development students make is they don't understand the importance of sequential learning. Sequential learning. Uh, I had a, a, a person that we work with and has had a real problem uh, with really focusing on their reasons. And I'd given them a, told them to get a book and they had scheduled to, to finish up this book at a certain time. And then we were going to talk about it. And they said, well, my, I've got an, I can finish it in an hour and I've, but, and, and I'm changing the name to protect the, the innocent. Uh, but, and this is in the last couple of weeks, but they said, look, big male, Big Mail is going to be on a webinar, and I want to hear Big Mail. And I was supposed to be reading this book, and I was planning on finishing it so we could have our 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 powwow. We get on the phone because that that was the the point. Read the book, then we're going to talk about the book. But Big Mail is going to be on, and I don't want to miss Big Mail. And here's the deal, guys. Big Mail is not going to help you where you are sequentially in this process right now. Big mail will be recorded. (laughs) You, you, You know what I'm saying? You cannot get in a mode where you're learning just for the sake of learning. Now, again, obviously all that is required, but as you, as you create more self awareness and understanding and to thy own self be true, then your time spent learning needs to be on the areas that you need to progress in. Progress in. See, the only way I ever got past fear of the phone was all my learning time for about a month. Every audio I was listening to, the couple of books that I read, was all about overcoming fear of the telephone and understanding the psychology behind that. And that's how I got through it. That putting the the sign on my phone that said, if you have nothing to lose by trying and a great deal to gain is successful, by all means, try, do it now. And so again, it's, it takes sequential focused personal development in areas that you really need to conquer to move forward. I hope that makes sense because I, I see a lot of great students studying the wrong thing. I've said it for years. You cannot learn advanced calculus until you learn basic addition and subtraction first. People trying to learn senior classes, they haven't gotten through their freshman classes yet. There is a sequence to all this. So I don't know if they 
if they watch Big Mel's recording or not, but it is what it is. You know, I've heard it said many times that distributors are the lifeblood of network marketing business, and, you know, I really kind of disagree. I think it's 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 personal development students that are the lifeblood of your business. Uh, people that have created a hunger and a, a decision to constantly grow and develop and improve and get better are the real people that are really going to pr- move forward in life and in your business. You know, distributors come and go. They're a revolving door. But here's the thing when, as it relates to personal development, personal growth, personal education. As Jim Rohn told us, formal education will make you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune. But some people get in the trap of self-education without action. And, and here's, the, here's the trap. Knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. I've said that a thousand times, but I want to make sure today you really hear it. See, there's a lot of people that are really great students, personal development students, but they don't take what they learn and put it into action in the marketplace. And if you don't put it into action, you will become delusional. There's people listening to me right now. Hear me. You're delusional. You are delusional, and you don't even know it. You're delusional. You need to wake up. Do I need to get a two-by-four and crack you on your head? You need to wake up. You need to wake up. Knowledge without action leads to self-delusion. Some of you have led yourself to self-delusion. You've already, you're already there and you don't know it. You're delusional. You're delusional. Now I hope I've gotten through because some of you really, really needed that. So stop learning and, and because what do we say at the end of this podcast? The teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence. You need to have some silence with yourself on the, on that topic right there. Are you delusional? Because you are. Look at the numbers. Look at your track record. Look, how many people do you have in your recruiting funnel right now? How many follow-up calls did you do last week? And if you've been listening to podcasts for a year, two, three, five, six, eight years or longer, and you don't have numbers to back up what you, to back up what you've been learning, you're probably delusional. So wake up. And I, and again, wake up. There's so many people like that. It's scary. It's scary. And you're one of them and don't even know it. For the rest of you, I apologize, but I had to go off on that for a minute because some people needed that. And there's going to be some people that said, you know, when that stupid Southern talking guy was calling me delusional and pissing me off on that podcast. But you know what? When I turned the podcast off and I just really started thinking about it, he was right. And I had to make the decision. Am I going to continue down this path of delusion or am I going to make a change and make it right now? And how do I make the change? What do I need to do? And I got serious about 
my future and moving forward and getting through the numbers and doing what it takes, what it really takes to build my team. Life's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. You got to run when you can run. Life's going to happen. And you got to get really good at foundational systems, mindsets that will, that will enable you to run when you can run. Because when those moments come up in life, when you can't run, you gotta have some, you gotta have, you gotta have those foundations. You gotta have those rocks to be able to stand on. You know, I don't have any idea how the next few weeks or months are going to play out with, uh, with Don's dad and, and this chapter in our life. I have no idea. You know, we're hoping and praying that we can get him home, but we don't know. And, you know, the odds aren't real good, but that's our hope. Uh, you know, we thought we lost him about three years ago and four years ago, and we have enjoyed every single minute that we could with him since that time. We got him home and we've had an awesome, awesome time with him since. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we went, celebrated their birthday uh, on the farm, roasted a pig. I, I don't know if I talked about that on the podcast, but we took him up there and I'm so glad we had that time. And we've cherished every minute. We really have. We've been very aware. But we don't know. I mean, and Donna and I are, are moving into a different chapter because all four of our parents are living right now. And, you know, honestly, we would rather spend time with our parents, our kids, and our grandkids than anyone else. Say, Dale, you can spend time with anybody in the world. Who would you want to spend it with? Probably my grandkids and my mom and dad, Don's parents, our kids. I mean, that's really what why we do what we do. Because if I have the opportunity to go watch my granddaughter play a couple games of basketball because I can get in the gym because her dad's uh, got a prior commitment with his church and I can go and and watch her play a couple games then I just get in my car and I go to Kentucky and I get it done you know so again that comes back to a little bit of the neuropsychology of self-discipline but I would that's there's nothing I would rather do Dale you can go to Maui Hawaii for a week or you can watch your you can sit in the gym and watch your granddaughter play basketball. I'm going to watch my granddaughter play basketball. Weird, not weird. It's just the way it is. So life happens, you know, and we got to run when we can run. So we have some flexibility. We really have to, guys. And it's real important because what's happening now the world is moving so quick it's gotten so radical in so many ways and it's moving so quick with technology that our brains can't keep up with it and i've talked about multiple times multiple times the most important the most important thing that has to happen for an entrepreneur to move forward from this point on in future is the ability to focus and focus on that which will move your life and your business forward and forget everything else. Do you really care who that celebrity's dating? 
Do you really care about, I mean, it's constant that people advertising, constantly trying to distract us away from focused thought. So build yourself first. Build yourself. Make yourself as strong as you can become so when life happens, you're able to get through it, regroup, and continue to move forward. So I'm going to give you 10 steps real quick, and we're going to wrap up. Uh, step number one, I believe, just great foundational steps to help you build the right mindset, skill sets, to build yourself. Step one is to believe in people and give them the benefit of a doubt. To believe in people and give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove you wrong. But understand, and this, I want to tell you, I've mentioned this maybe a couple times on podcasts, and I really need to do some research on this at some point and really spend some thought. But I want to tell you something that's helped me more than anything else dealing with people. More than anything else. Anything I can share with you at this point in time in my life when you're dealing with people. Are you ready? They're all 12-year-olds. They're all 12-year-olds in adult bodies. Research will tell us that by the time we are 12, society, authority figures, the location which we were raised, uh, creates the brain cell patterns of who we are, what we're capable of, what we're scared of, and so on and so forth. By the time we're 12, the environment in which we were raised, the authority figures, parents, cultures, city, state, country we were raised in, all that, by the time we were 12, those paradigms, those mindsets have been created. And then after we become 12, we kids just reinforce that which which we've been told and programmed into our minds up to that point in our life. So we're all just 12 years old that have been, you know, just reinforced. Everybody's a 12-year-old kid. And that's why I look at people. I, I really do. And very few people have figured out how to reprogram their minds. They just reinforce what was programmed between the time they were born and the time they got to about 12 years old, as we talk about in, again, great detail in the programming your mind program. If you, if you're not familiar with that, it's programmingyourmind.com. It's not available now, only release it once a year, but you can go there, and I think right now we're still giving away like a $97 training course we did on the 50 concepts, I, I, life-altering concepts I learned my first 50 years. I think it's something like that. You can go check it out if you want, programmingyourmind.com. But I look at everybody like they're 12 years old. And so give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Understand people is who you're going to have to learn to work with and deal with. Stay away from the wrong people. Stay away from the wrong people. Now, here's here's the reality. They're all the wrong people. 
What? What did he just say? Stay away from the wrong people. They're all the wrong people. Well, Dale, that's a very cynical way to go through life. No, uh, my close friends and family, uh, the rest of my time is spent with the right mentors. And everybody else, I'm cordial, I can smile, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time out at the edge of the driveway shooting the breeze with my neighbor. I like my neighbor. He's a good man. I appreciate him. He would help me out, and I would help him out if he needs any help. But every time I come down the 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 street, I cannot tell you how many hours the neighbor on the other side, they're out there just shooting the breeze on the driveway. And he's tried to do it with me for a, a couple of times, and I like him, and I'm as cordial as I can, but I got other things to do. I don't have time to sit here and talk about why the Falcons stink this year or whatever. I just don't. I'm going to be cordial. I'm going to treat people right, but I'm not going to sit out here and rap with you for 40 minutes about why Matt Ryan needs to be traded. I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. It's not me. Time's too valuable. So they're all the wrong people, except family members and mentors. You know, they're all the wrong people. Give people the benefit of the doubt, though, until they prove you wrong. And once they prove you wrong, disconnect and stay disconnected. I have people that I will never, under any circumstances, ever do business with again. Period. End of story. They aren't even going to get a response from me. I'm not returning their phone call. I'm not picking up their phone call when they call. I got a company owner that I consulted and worked with. Three or four of them that that still try to call me about different. I'm not talking to you. I have no desire to spend one minute of my time talking with you. I just don't. We're done. We're finished. It's over. I'm done. So in my mind, they don't even exist because I understand there's people are the most important part of this business. But there's ones you can help and there's ones that you can't help. There's ones that you can support. There's ones that you cannot support. But once they prove to be dishonest over and over, you're done. Why would you ever spend another moment of your time? And again, it, it, it kind of goes back to, to I, I, I look at a lot of these network marketing gurus, teachers, trainers who have flat out documented, lied to people over and over again, and people still listen to them. It blows my mind. It it sincerely does. You know, look back five years ago, all the gurus telling people they have to have a blog so they can be perceived to be a network marketing professional. And that's one I can't, can't get off of because I just couldn't believe how many you know, people are telling you, you got to have a blog and blah, 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 blogging, 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 just so they could sell an affiliate program and make a commission. It was crazy. It was crazy. And again, I could go down this road and stay down this road. 
of the just the outright lies that have been told, uh, the 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 misdirection, the things that have become common business practice in this profession, it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. So that's number one is believe in people. And I mean, really believe in people and, and give everybody the benefit of the doubt. You know, there's a Bible verse talks about, uh, you know, you see the piece of sawdust in somebody else's eye, but you don't see the plank in your own. And there's a lot of people in network marketing like that. They can, they can see the piece of sawdust somebody has in their eye, but they they miss the plank in their own. So number two is I was going to say the goal is to become who you're designed to be. The goal is become who you are designed to be. I've heard it said, you know, life is God's gift to us. What we do with it is, is our gift to God. I like that quote a lot. I believe there's a plan for all of us. I believe that everybody listening to me has skills, talents, understandings that I will never have, but you have them and you need to maximize them and flourish them and give back to the world. I mean, and that might sound like a lot of foo-foo dust, but I really believe that. I believe all of us are here for a reason. And again, I was going to say the goal is to become who you're, who you are designed to be. And really, the reality of the situation, the goal is to just be who you are. Be who you are. Be who you are. I mean, I go back to the the the, the person was talking to me about uh, they wanted to attend the big mail uh, webinar or training, whatever it was, online seminar, who should have been reading his book. But, you know, in my mind, he knows more about building a business right now than big mail ever will be, ever will. I mean, literally, he, he really does. So be who you are. Number three, know exactly what you, what, what you want, why you're doing the business. And here's the most important thing. Live it in your mind every day. People miss that part. We, we understand. Live it in your mind every day. Get it programmed from your conscious mind to your subconscious mind. Live it in your mind every day. I cannot tell you how many times I went to the dealership and picked up my first bonus car in my mind before it ever happened. There's nothing significant that I've ever achieved in my life that I didn't see it a thousand times in my mind before it ever happened. What the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Our imagination is a preview of our life's coming attractions. It's the way our subconscious works. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. We've got to visualize, take the time, and really Think about why are you doing it? If you want that car, drive it before you go to bed every night. Get in it, smell it, turn it on, go by your negative relative's house, beep the horn, wave at them. Whatever your goals are, visualize them. There's been so much documented on this. It's scary. It's scary. You know, some of you have heard about the Harvard study that, you know, they the 
the the 3% of people that wrote down before they graduated Harvard what they were going to accomplish, the 3% that did that accomplished more than the other 97% combined. And again, those of you that are members of Programming Your Mind for Success, you've seen all those studies. You know it's true. But are you doing it every day? When do you take the time daily to visualize your three reasons? If you do nothing but take the time to daily visualize your top three reasons consistently, I don't care if you do it every morning, it's part of your morning routine, if you do it every night, but it's just part of who you are. You see yourself helping your husband write his resignation letter to his boss if your number one goal is to get your husband out of their job. You, whatever your top goal is, you visualize it daily. That's where your energy is going to come from. Number three, know exactly, uh, that's, that was number three, know exactly what you want, live it in your mind daily. Number four, find the right mentor based upon a track record and avoid the popularity contest. You know, anytime I'm looking to learn a new concept, idea, method, then I have to take the time first to figure out who's the mentor, who's the best to teach it to me. Number five, understand sequential learning. All personal development needs to happen sequentially. Your learning must move you forward based upon where you are in your business at the moment. And again, it's better to spend an hour thinking about overcoming fear because what? The teaching is in the words, the learning is in the silence, in your own thinking. It's better to spend an hour thinking about overcoming fear than listen to Big Mail or Dale Calvert, for that matter, teaching you something that is not really applicable to where you are right now. Focused personal growth based upon where you are. How long should it take you to overcome call reluctance? How long should it take you to get past the fear of uh, doing 25 to 50 code promotions every day through social media or whatever else could be beneficial for your business? How long should it take you to get past those fears? Not years. It should not take years to get over fears. It shouldn't, guys. You need to conquer it so you can keep on moving forward. It's like you jump the first hurdle and and then you want to circle back around and get in front of it again and again and again and again over and over and over. There's people in this profession that, that they've had the same mental block for 5, 10, 15 years or longer. They've never got through their first mental block to keep moving forward and progressing. It blows my mind. Get over it. Get past it. Get the thumb out of your mouth. Get over it and move on. You, I mean, really get over it. And see, once you really get over it, then don't allow yourself to get sucked back into it. Don't let that whirlpool pull you back. Get through it. Get beyond it. 
Number seven, eliminate fear. So you got to get past it. You got to conquer it. There's four podcast sessions in here in the MLM success just on fear. Listen to them. Get through it. Whatever that fear is. Number eight, this is real important. And if, if I want to see somebody just look at me like with a blank stare, like, Ugh, all I had to have to do is ask them this. I said, how do you motivate yourself? How do you motivate yourself? In silence. What do you mean, Dale? Motiv- how do you motivate? Well, I kind of get motivated sometimes when I... No, what is your formula for motivating yourself? You should have your, your personal motivational formula. It could include music. It could include affirmation. It could include uh, uh, reading. It could include prayer. It could include whatever it is for you. But you better learn how to motivate yourself. In today's competitive environment, you got to get stronger. You aren't strong enough to, to compete. You're not, a lot of people are not strong enough to compete. You got to get stronger. And, and one, and part of that is understanding what motivates you. If you can't get yourself focused and motivated in five minutes, you, you, you aren't, you're going to have trouble competing in today's environment for sure. And I understand sometimes you just don't want to feel motivated and, and that's fine. You just can't stay there in a state of unmotivation every day thinking you're building a business. You got to get, you know, every morning, it's like go through your morning routine, get yourself focused and decide you're going to win today. I'm going to win today. I'm winning today. But Dale, I got this going on and that's going on. And yeah, we've talked about that, haven't we? Life's going to happen. And sometimes you just got to chill. And that's okay. And let it play out. But when it plays out and you it's time to run, you better learn how to run again. And if you didn't learn how to run before, you're not going to learn to run after a crisis in your life. What gets you motivated? Come on. How old are you? How old are you? And you still don't know how to motivate yourself? Where have you been? How... You know it's important. Learn how to motivate yourself, for heaven's sakes. I mean, really. Number nine, this is the biggest one in the world. This is the biggest issue. This is what holds everybody back. Stop caring what other people think about you. They probably aren't paying your house payment. They're not going to send your kids to school. Stop caring what other people think about you. And the truth is this, they aren't thinking about you. They're too worried, wondering what you're thinking about them. You walk into a room, you're self-conscious, everybody's thinking about me. No, they're not. They're not thinking about you. They're too worried, wondering what you're thinking about them. I mean, this bounds people at levels that I just, it's not in my DNA. I'm not going to ever understand it. I can only observe it. So here's the thing, guys. I'm going to treat people right. I'm going, to treat, I'm going to treat them with respect. But I don't, you know, and, and I get a lot of people telling me a lot of great things, you know, and they appreciate my podcast or they appreciate this. They read that. 
They read an article at mmhelp.com. You know, I get a lot of positive affirmations, and I appreciate every single one of them. But for me, it always has been and always will be. Take what you've learned, put it in the marketplace, achieve what you came here for, and let me watch you. Let me get a picture of you standing on stage with your company being recognized. That's when I feel gratification. That's it. That's the only time. They'll, I, I spent $2,300 with you last year. I should have this. No, you shouldn't. I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you Jack. I don't. I'm doing the best I can do. I'm going to tell you the truth, but I cannot take it and go to the marketplace and, and implement it for you. I, I can't. You got to stop caring about what other people think, because if you care about what other people think, you'll never get through the enough numbers to create any kind of momentum to get your airplane off the ground, to get your business off the ground and moving forward. And number 10, number 10, this is the most important thing. Take care of the person in the mirror. Take care of the person in the mirror. You know, I love the the quote. I don't remember where I first heard it, but it's like, I'll take care of me for you, and you take care of you for me. And I think if husband and wives and families had that philosophy, uh, things would be a lot smoother in a lot of a lot of families. I'll take care of me for you. You take care of you for me. And those are 10 things, guys. Those are 10, 10 concepts, ideas that will help you build yourself. You got to build yourself. I saw uh, Shelly Giddings, one of our team members, had a quote. I can't remember where it came from, but it's like all people are self-made, but only the successful um, recognize that or admit that. All people are self-made, but only the successful admit it. Something like that. So those are the ten. And, you know, this is worth writing down, really, and, and, and spending some time. I know a lot of you keep a journal. These ten steps are, are worth putting in your journal. Believe in people. The goal is to be who you're designed to be. Be that, be that daily. Number three, know exactly what you want. And live it in your mind every day. Visualize it. Number four, find the right mentor based upon track record. Number five, understand all personal development needs to be sequential. Number six, be careful who you give your time to. It's the most precious asset you have. Number seven, eliminate fear. Fear is only in your mind. It's only in your mind. It doesn't even exist except in your mind. You know, two people look at the exact situation. One's afraid, one's not afraid. What's the difference? The mindset. The only place fear exists is in your mind. False evidence appearing real. That's an acronym for fear. Fear only exists in your mind. It's not real. It's, it's not real. 
Well, Dale, I'm really afraid. Yeah, but you're afraid in your mind. How do you overcome your fear? Do the thing that you fear. That's how you overcome it. It become it will become in your comfort zone over time. Eight, learn how to motivate yourself. I can't tell you how important that is. Man, you got to learn how to get yourself fired up, focused, determined, rock solid. Every day, I'm going to win today. Every day. Every day, I'm going to win. Stop caring about what other people think. That's a real huge thing. And I wish I was better equipped to help people get through that because I, I don't, I sincerely don't understand it. And then number 10, take care of the person in the mirror. You know, I'll just end this up. There was a, there was a time in my life many years ago when I sincerely, I went through a, a, a nervous breakdown. Uh, the only way I can describe it is like going through 17 divorces at the same time. And I believe if not for the hours of personal development work I had done up until that point, I sincerely don't think that I would have made it through that time. And I understand now the truth in the statement that what doesn't kill you will make you stronger. And I also understand that wistful regret is a real thing that the older people get. They look back on their life and they think, if only I'd done this and when I was at the crossroads here, if I'd done that. And they start having a lot of regret about decisions that they didn't make, usually more than the ones that they did make. And when you look back on your life, what do you want to see? I mean, what do you want your obituary to say? And so many people think, well, you know, this is my life. This is my, this is where I'm going to be. This is my lot in life. I can't change anything about it and so on and so forth. And, and the reality is that's just hogwash. I mean, the, the documented stories of people like Colonel Sanders and Phyllis Diller and the list goes on and on of people that, you know, maybe we're senior citizens and everything changed. Why? Because their mindset changed. Because they decided, I'm winning now. I'm going to win. No more. Never again. I will not be denied. I will not be denied. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm going to send an example for my grandkids. They're going to see it. You know, and get serious, get committed, get loyal, and go to work. And... So I believe that you've got to get stronger. You've got to learn how to build yourself. Build yourself. If you're waiting for a mentor, a mentor can give you the principles, the concepts, the ideas, maybe wisdom of the ages, ideas. But the teaching is in the words, but the learning is in the silence. you got to do the work to get it internalized and from your head to your heart. I had an email this week from one of my dear friends and team members in Toronto. And she said, finally, she said, after, I don't know, three or four years, she said, I finally have got it that I have a number. And I finally understand it's got through my, my hard head to my heart. X number of people contacted equals reasons fulfilled. And I finally understand what you've been trying to communicate since I've known you. 
and I found my, I, I realize I have a number. And see, I don't know when that happens for people, but I know that if you're not sincerely focused on moving forward and getting better, that like the concept of law of averages and you have a number is life altering, especially in this business. That's why I ask people to not listen to the Jim Rohn audio, but to memorize it. Because it's it's business altering when that gets from your head to your heart. It really is. I've seen it happen for too many people. But why does it take so long? I don't know. But here's what I do know. You're not going to be hanging out watching cat videos on YouTube or playing Xbox. And all of a sudden, the concept sinks from your head to your heart. Where are you spending your time, your focus, your energy? Is it, is it on the sequential? Is it sequentially on the, on that which will move your business and your income and your life and your family and all seven key areas of life forward? Is that where your focus, time, effort and energy is? Or do you like playing, you know, the golden oldies and, and hearing achy breaky heart? country music. I mean, you know, where are you spending your time? And look, again, I'm not against recreation. I'm not. But some people just fill their life with distractions and recreation instead of focusing on that which will move them forward. Uh, I hope these 10 steps have spoken to you, these 10 ideas, concepts to build yourself. I hope that you will really focus on becoming all you can be because when it's all said and done, that's all that really matters. Here was the potential you enter the world with. What did you leave? How much of that did you fulfill? How much of that did you really fulfill? Did you become all you could become or didn't you? And if you don't, you're going to have wistful regret, wistful regret. Things could have been different. If only I'd done this, if only I'd done that, why didn't I do this? Be. Ladies and gentlemen, be who you're meant to be. Do what you know to do. Continue to move forward. Be strong. Be strong for yourself. Be strong for yourself. Build yourself. You take care of you for me, and I'll take care of me for you. It's a great philosophy to live live by. Great philosophy. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Dale Calvert. I'll be back with you again next week on another session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. Build yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Build yourself. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business. And we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.